Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the July 26th edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Getting ready to discuss some off-season news. We got Kevin Love's deal. We got some drama between a couple superstars. Um, we'll talk about that in a little bit. With me to do so is Jonas Nader. What's up, man? What's going on, man? It's like it's like after this pod, I logged off and started trashing you on Twitter. <laughs> nice. And you you're are you going to tweet me and say? You just did my bleeping podcast, or what? Yeah, and just put all snakes. <laughs> Snake in the grass, cousin style. Shout man, we were just color. saying, like, off the like before we went on air, like, Katie is just getting weird, man. He's like, these burner accounts, he's a keyboard warrior. Like, he is. You can tell. He's like, if you haven't listened to the CJ McCollum, like, it's like a two minute video. It's all over the place. And it's just like, it's insane. The, the stuff that he says. Like, CJ McCollum calls him MFers, Golden State, and there's this whole big tiff with, he wanted cousins, but, like, Katie's like, yo, you got Nurk, what are you doing? And, like, he's there defending, defending Nurk the whole time, and yeah. he's like, yeah, he's like, and he goes, so, like, you can't have a yin and yang, brah, <laughs> something like that. And, and what then, it sounded like, it sounded like they were, Portland was super close to getting cousins, too, from what CJ was saying. Yeah, and, like, he said, CJ, uh, CJ said he texted cousins, like, yo, why you gotta do that, pretty much? <laughs> And then Katie why, are you, had, why are you ruining the NBA? Yeah, Katie had the little zinger at the end. She just like, oh yeah, we played pretty well. We we were the three seed. Katie's like, how how'd you play the playoffs? It's like play like an A seed. <laughs> it's so and I thought good. It was, I thought it was interesting when um, Katie's like, he goes, come on, man, you guys don't really think you're contenders, are you? And CJ. He was kind of quiet for a little bit. Yeah. You could tell, like, there's not much confidence going on there in Portland. Of course, CJ said, "Yeah, we feel like anything can happen," but there's not much confidence he there. He did in not. Yeah, he's like, yeah. um, kind of com- like you could just tell when guys get excited and stuff. For and sure. I, I mentioned with you when we were talking when like Fizdale was talking about Nilakina. He just didn't like have the enthusiasm. It's kind of the same thing. It was like, yeah, yeah. And Katie right. was just like, yeah, just go ahead and play. Don't worry about things at the top <laughs> and stuff. So good. Um, yeah. And before we uh, move on to NBA, I just want to talk football for a sec. I mean, it's fantasy football season, uh, and the Roto World has the draft guide all set. It's, they're going to have more mocks and stuff. I'm hoping I can get in a couple of those, and it should be awesome. So definitely check out the draft guide, and also our sponsor, Draft uh, and Draft.com. So just go to App Store, download Draft, and like I've been saying, it's three dollars. You could also pay for free by using our promo code RW. But for three dollars, just do a quick draft. Get Figure out where the buzz guys are going, and that'll help you in your real leagues that are 50, 100, 1,000 if you're a baller or whatever, or if you don't want to come in last, even if you're playing for pride, like for three bucks to figure out where guys are at. And so you can win too, so it's not like you're throwing your money away. But um, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, okay. Just two weeks will be kicking off like three or four of my football leagues. Like it just snuck up on me so fast. Yeah, I want to go away like yep. for a weekend, but the problem is when I go away, like a lot of my drafts are going to be that time. And there's guaranteed to be at least three big trades whenever we go on vacation. <laughs> nice. Always happens. Yeah, so speaking of big trades, um, 
just wanted to have you talk about where you were. Um, Ryan and I had went in depth in the Kawhi stuff, but is there what were you, like your big takeaways from the Kawhi, and then also like the Mella Schroeder kind of stuff? Did do you have anything you want to kind of like point your flag on or make any takes from that? I will say this: there's not too much we can talk about with Kawhi until we see him actually play, like in the preseason. Because we'll get to see if he's actually healthy or not. The good thing is he passes medical with the Raptors, but how extensive is that medical? He already not pulled out of Las Vegas mini camp, and the big thing here is the, the the fact that he's out of San Antonio bumps him up for me. Like we don't have to worry about pop limiting him to like 31, 32 minutes. Like maybe the Raptors give him 34, or 35, and if he's healthy, of course we already know he's a top three, top five player per game. It's just a matter of how much he's going to play and if he's going to stay healthy. So, uh, so how high do you like if he looks if he checks all the boxes in the preseason, like how high would you go? I think eight or nine. Ooh, okay, that's high. So you would put yep. him over the depots and guys like that. Right, right with depot. I think depot is right in that ninth, ten category yeah. too. I think I, right after Jokic for me is is where I'd slide. Wow, I, I have Joke, I have Jokic pretty much in the top five tier now after right. doing, after experiencing some mocks. Right. But yeah, he like I think at, I said at best I can't take him before I can't take him first round, just because all that drama last year and all the reports right. from the San Antonio guys saying that they were sequestering him in New York City. Like I hate hearing that, and there's just too much uncertainty there. Like yeah. I'd much rather have Gobert. I'd much rather have like I'd rather have Jimmy. I'd rather have Paul George for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, and Kawhi's never played 75 games yet, so like that's still a huge thing for me. I think that's where we're different. I, I would much rather have Kawhi than Paul George. Yeah, I, I want the sure thing. Well, K- Kawhi's the complete player. George, his field, he can pretty much single-handedly bury your field goal percentage in a couple days. So He could. I think, yeah. I mean, George is safer just because he's going to play. Like The yeah. guy's like an Iron Man apart from that one big injury. But right. uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll have to see what Kawhi looks like in preseason before we get I too much into it. I definitely want 75 games. Like, I would lo- I wouldn't mind. If I, I want, I'd prefer a big, but like going like, if I'm in the back end and I yeah. get Dame and Paul George, like I think that's a nice way to start. Well, here's a, here's a good way to say it about Kawhi's potential. If we knew he was going to play 82 games, he'd be number one or number two overall. For sure. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. There's so. just so much uncertainty. And anything else that you took away? Like, just to give you a quick rundown when I said, uh, I'm in on Siakam like, as a late-round flyer now. Uh, Absolutely. I, I love Kyle Lowry now, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm still in on DeJounte. And Spurs, I'm kind of lukewarm. I don't really want any Spurs besides DeJounte. Here's a hot take. Siakam starts over Ibaka by, what, January? That's cold take, sir. I said it's 50-50. He starts opening night. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> Ibaka's, Ibaka's approaching 46, can't rebound, can't block shots. So yeah. give me all the Siakam in the late round. I love For it. For sure, yeah. So like yeah. I was saying, block steal in three, and yep. 11 points, maybe seven boards, and good percentages, so. I mean, this is a guy they trusted against defending LeBron for stretches, so yeah. they love him. Yeah, so, and then Kawhi being risky also helps out for usage and stuff. So For sure. Double edge. Okay, so we got some new news to talk. Anything else? Oh, um, oh, nope. I, oh well, anything else? That's it? I got, I got one player we've been talking a lot about. We'll tie it into uh, something later. Uh, so Kevin Love, kind of surprising. He's getting this extension. Didn't really see that. I... My thing was like, okay, it makes sense. It's not a bad deal now. Obviously, we have this discussion with Blake Griffin where year three and year four, Kevin Love's hurt all the time. Like, he doesn't bang on the inside anymore. He's not, doesn't look like, I don't know if he could be a number one guy. So I like him this year. And he, they can still trade him and they can still sit him. But, like, as we've been saying, the Hawks have 
they're, they're top 10 protected. So if the, if the Cavs finish 11 or 14 or something in the lottery, like they're, that's a big pick when you're trying to rebuild. I, so I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. And I was trying to think about this of like ranking. I know uh, Rotopat for football, he does like ranking front offices. Like, I don't know. Cleveland's got to be down there. Like, they they basically handed LeBron, uh, they rolled the red carpet out for him pretty much in L.A. Um, yep. Two, two-way street where they're like, oh, even, I'm sorry, like a, it's a, a two-lane street going the same direction for LeBron. Yep. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. But, um, like, fantasy-wise, I'm down for love. Like, uh, I mean, third, fourth, early fourth? I'd like, say third round. Yeah. I'd want to flip them. I like if I took them third round, I'd want to flip them by February, March, because who knows what's going to happen towards the end of the year. This Cleveland team could be terrible. Yeah, so it could be really bad. And I mean, Love actually played pretty well in the postseason. Right. So, but I completely agree with you, though. I have no idea what the Cavaliers doing. They should have committed to a full rebuild. I mean, Love actually had Love had a way more trade value before this massive deal. Like they should have flipped into like maybe the Suns just got a pick or something like that. But I hate this deal for them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, dude. So this hurts Larry Nance a little bit, who I was pretty high on coming in. Um, and then I don't know. I don't know if it really affects guys like Sexton or something like that. Or see if I guess it helps still. Sexton. He has, he has a pick and pop guy now. At yeah. Least. We'll see. I think he's more. Actually, I see Sexton as more of a scorer, right? Than a guy who's going to dish out and kick out three point shooters. But maybe he can right. go into that. <sighs> we'll see. Anything else? Uh, C.D. Osmond's kind of interesting. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's definitely a good late round flyer. Killer summer league, sure. too. I mean, yep. they have no depth, and they're apparently going to trade Kyle Korver. Uh, Windhorse said that the Cavs wanted their first-round pick from the Sixers, and the Sixers said no, which is definitely the right, right call. Yeah. Um, they don't need another Kyle Korver out there. Um, so, yeah. By, Just by the way, how, how many shots is Jordan Clarkson going to take this year? <laughs> too many. He's, like, he's He played almost all of his minutes at point guard last year, but they're going to probably have to play him. Unless they buy, unless like George Hill gets bought out or something, then he'll probably yep. have to play in the lanes. Ugh. Yeah, they're going to be terrible gross, on defense. Yeah. Talk about Deion Waiters 2.0. <laughs> nice. 20 yeah. points on 39% shooting. Yeah, except, oh, he at least, I mean, <laughs> at least, like, we're actually saying Deion Waiters is like the better offensive player. So like, at least oh, yeah. he shoots more yeah. threes and he doesn't take as many contested stuff. But yeah, Clarkson was just abysmal in the postseason last year. Oh, yeah. Um, so there was a good story from Chris Dempsey, who's covered the Nuggets for years. He was with the Post for a while, um, and he wrote this little Q and A thing. It had a couple Nuggets on there. Um, one he had mentioned Trey Lyles is jacked up. Uh, so back in April, right after the season, kind of in exit interviews, uh, Lyles was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get yoked up, ready for more minutes." So um, he was pretty killer off the bench. And I think Will Barton moving to the starting lineup could help Lyles. I mean, I'm not. I got not got. I'm not gonna draft him in like twelve teamers. But like, say for instance, really anybody. And the starting five goes down, that's gonna help out Lyles because the way they're gonna move guys around. So like I say, like say Murray or Harris get hurt, then they mm-hmm. would move guys in and out, um, and like they'd run Isaiah more, so there'd be more usage as well for Lyles on the bench. So he's kind of sneaky. Um, not all full in on him. And then the other note from Dempsey was he was saying that Tory Craig was the ninth man over Malik Beasley, which is a little surprising to me. So I don't just trade Beasley already, put him somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I know. Trade him to the Suns or Hawks. That'd yeah. be a lot of fun. Hawks. What do you think of Vince Carter, by the way? And I had that written down. It's not. A, it's not a bad ad for them. They needed someone for that locker room. Yeah, for sure. They got so many young dudes there. So then getting. Now they got in Jeremy Lin and Vince Carter. That's, that's pretty good veteran leadership there. 
Yeah, they got Lin, the Lin Lin pick and rolls, and they got Vin Sanity and Lin Sanity. <laughs> yep. So. I guess I guess hope they don't play him like uh, twenty minutes. Like I I will say this, I I was kind of excited about the Daniel Hamilton signing. He was really really good in the G yeah. League. He was like a triple double guy in the G League, so he could be sneaky. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of funny that uh, Daniel Hamilton gets on the Hawks the same day that Vince Carter and technically Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> so he has that he could say to his grandkids yep. <laughs> but uh yeah anyways um yeah I mean what do you think of Nuggets we haven't really dived too deep well actually we did a little bit I'm like Jamal Murray and I'm still in on Murray and like I would have been like fourth round now it's probably like fifth or sixth but uh, and I'm in on IT late too but like any other obviously Jokic I said it's top five but yeah, I, I think well Jokic five 15. or six overall. I, I love Jokic absolutely. Yeah. I want to say this about Jamal. I'm a I'm a little nervous. I think I have him around round six, like you said. Yeah. Um, if Isaiah Thomas is eighty percent of the player he was in Boston, that that could spell trouble for Jamal. For sure, he could definitely. Like I've said before, if it's someone's if if Isaiah's hot and someone's gonna have to sit, it's gonna be Barton or Murray. Like he does, yeah. Malone doesn't take Harris off the floor late. So and I think it's gonna be Murray in most cases because I mean. We all know Malone loves Barton, man. Yeah, Probably absolutely loves primary him. ball handler a bunch. So right, yeah, definitely hurts him. But we'll see where Isaiah is at. Like you said, gotta see if he's healthy. But obviously, it was a fantastic deal to pick him up. Yep. Um, okay, so moving on, we'll talk some Nets really quick. I thought Jared Dudley, who's a pretty good quote machine, uh, he had some interesting quotes on D'Angelo Russell and Jared Allen. He said that they're the cornerstones of the team. Uh, he also said mentioned that D'Angelo Russell. Wants to be, uh, he wants to be like better playmaker and so on and so forth, which makes sense. Um, and then one thing which I kind of hinted at, and I asked Steve this the other day: I mean, Who would you rather own for two guys that we love? Guess what I'm gonna say? Same same position as Jared Allen versus John Collins. Bingo. Who would you rather have? Um, I'm gonna say Jared Allen. I, I think I think Collins is safer. But I don't know. Now that I thought about it, like I think I have to take Jared Allen just because of the blocks. Right. And we get to say this too. Like, John Collins had a perfect situation all last year and never broke out. He really did. He had the starting role locked down. He never really truly broke out. No, it doesn't mean I don't love him. I'm going to yeah. draft him really high. But he's also got the foul thing, foul angle going for get going against him. And the Hawks, they have kind of like a, a deep front court. Now, Collins is the best front court player by far, but we just don't know what's going to happen there. I think Muscala blew away was big for him. Like, because yeah. we saw Muscala take minutes late from Collins because he was in foul trouble or whatever. So, like, that swap for him for Len with the way they're going to want force spacing. And again, I, I have all the faith in Lloyd Pierce, the Lloyd. Yeah. Uh, so, I think that helps him too. Like, John Collins is offseason probably. Like, if you had to rate who's improved based on, like, team moves, I would probably put Collins at, like, one or two, man. Like, I don't know. I just feel like everything's going his way. Right. I mean, we're debating this right now, but both of them are top 50, let's be real. Yeah, like I said, I also said this in the podcast, I would love to do this. Um, Pick one, Davis. Pick two and three on the way back, Kemba and CP3, and then four and five, Allen Collins. Yep. That'd be the dream right there. Yeah, and that's definitely conceivable. Yeah. There's one more build we'll talk about later, too. A little punt free throw build with folds, but we'll talk about that in (laughs) a little bit. Um, so what you, what's your take on this? Uh, just quickly, I, don't, I I thought I'd be in on D'Lo, but the more I look at his stats, though, the more I'm like, eh, I, I have to see him fall. I to, yeah, I have to see what his ADP is first. I will say this. One of the guys for Nets Daily, Anthony Puccio, said that D'Angelo Russell's been in the gym first every day and that Damari Carroll challenged him to get better every single day. So sounds like, 
maybe big things are coming, but I feel like he's just like an annual disappointment. And I'm one of D'Angelo Russell's biggest supporters. I guess I guess have to see where he falls, man, because he's a twenty five and five guy, no doubt. It's just how efficient is he going to be with those numbers? Yeah, still no extension talk. I mean, same year as Booker, and like Booker's obviously locked up. So I don't think the Nets are going to do that. There's really no reason for them to, given how hurt he's been and hasn't been good. I mean, he's viewed as an offense first guy, and for the Nets, for him to be fifth, fifth percentile in transition offense, like that's bad. He's had so many turnovers in transition, which we've talked about so many times. It's like, yeah, that's not cool. Um, he's still just 23rd percentile overall in offense. But, and like I've said many, many times, the Nets love that 1-5 pick and roll, and I could see that being a really big staple. And that was kind of one area where um, DAR was kind of solid. He was uh, plus passes in, in the PNR. He was 62nd percentile. It was pretty good considering his overall issues on offense. And Jared Allen is going to be a straight PNR guy. He was 69th yeah. percentile in PNR last year. He had four post-ups last year, just four possessions in post-up, which is kind of wild. Um, but his post-up D needs work. But overall, they're, they're just going to live off those pick-and-rolls. Um, yeah. So I, I think he can be really, really big time. And then Dudley, like you said, saying that they're cornerstones, like we all know that Jared Allen's the future, and that's the reason why they cut Dwight. And yep. I mean, adding Ed Davis is not going to interfere. Um, and also, like Ed Davis could take minutes from Nurk. He's not taking minutes from Jared Allen, in my opinion. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on Allen. And, like, he, got, he went early in the mock we did before. I think he went like fifth or sixth, and I, you should be able to get him in like sixth or seventh. And, then and that's done. because they knew we were going to take him, though. You have to know who you're who you're drafting. Right, against. it was so, a home, it, Homer boy, the uh, right. Mark who had took him. He's a Nets fan. Exactly. Pod listener, shout out to Mark for listening. I know you are. One more <laughs> thing about D. Russ, he looked really good last year uh, before the injury, and now he has another full off season to get healthy again too. So, I could see him going getting hot early. It's just a matter of. Like I said, the ADP is going to be everything for him. Yeah, the, the multiple knee injuries things, I always scares me off. And I'm still bitter for the Lakers for hiding that knee issue where he had an yeah. MRI that last uh, preseason with the Lakers. So I'm yep. so bitter about that. And that makes me get, gives me pause as well. Like, if, they, if they're not telling us about that, are there other things they're not telling us about? Like, kind of like the Lonzo thing. So we yep. love the Lakers. I mean, but they've been kind of shady at times. Uh, oh, yeah. So... Uh, what else? Anything from? Oh, anything else Nets wise? Not really. Uh, so Celtics, I've said I'm pretty much off Celtics except for Al Horford. Hayward is looking to go five on five next month. This is a slight change from him saying he wanted to go in July. Um, I'm out. Uh, like we know what the starting five is going to be, assuming everyone's healthy. It's going to be Kyrie, Jalen, Tatum, Hayward, and Horford in that order, one through five. Um, I just don't see how Hayward can get in the top 50 for ADP. There's just too many questions, too deep. Jason Tatum's way better than everyone thought. He's going to be legit. Like, uh, if I had to, and we're not drafting Kyrie, you and I are pretty firm on that. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And then also just other notes, Jabari Bird's back, who could get minutes. I and mean, we saw Shane Larkin play a bunch, and he's gone now. He's going overseas. So I wouldn't be surprised if Bird gets in the rotation. Obviously, he's not a fantasy guy, but... Uh, uh, this right. guy proved he could score, um, and mm-hmm. his defense has been improved. I could definitely see him being like twenty team sleeper, uh, especially given how injury prone some of those guys are, um, mainly Kyrie and I guess Horford at times. So uh, another team that just if anybody gets hurt, Brad Stevens will play like four or five guys to fill the void. So yeah, really surprised no one picked up Jabari Bird from free agency, or yeah. at least challenged him. I know he's restricted free agent, but it's kind of a rough spot for Bird, though. Like you said, he's going to need an injury or two just to get in the rotation, I think. For sure. Just the Celtics in general. Like, there's just... I right. don't know. You said you're kind of in on Brown or no? 
No, I can't do I can't do any Celtic this year. Yeah. Horford Horford around four I'm interested. Eh, maybe, but it's just like Tatum, all these guys are gonna be overhyped and yeah. there's what, four or five all stars on that team, yeah. so it's gonna be uh, hard. I would would you take Allen and Collins over Horford? Um, I wouldn't say over Horford. I think Horford's a sure thing and there's yeah. still some question marks about Collins and Allen. Yeah. And it's, for Allen close. mainly said the Nets never play players over thirty minutes, so Yeah, which is fine. I think yeah. if he gets. I think I've always said he's going to get twenty. I think twenty-eight minutes is his magic number. Yeah, sweet spot for him. Yeah, like if Allen gets twenty, and we know Ed Davis is not a twenty-two minute per game guy. I don't right. think Kenneth Fareed's going to impact him either. Um, so yeah, I don't. And also, do, um, I mentioned this too on the pod. Do you think Dudley hurts RHJ a little bit, just like ever so slightly, like a round's worth? I don't think so. No. I said yeah, I don't... just because I, I know we know Atkinson likes shooters. We know they're going to probably play from behind a little bit. Um, so I could see him taking spots because we saw at times that RHA was pulled for certain lineup combos with Demari at the four and so on and so forth. So um, just for that, but again, it's just like a, a round. So like you're talking the guy who was maybe 70, 80, now maybe 80, 90. We'll have to see if Dudley's in shape first. True, <laughs> but they want to play him. I'm pretty. Sure, I mean, I, I could see him sneaking in there. Right. They have they have they have a lot of options, but yeah. I, I still actually like RHA. I mean, they played AC last year just because he could jack up threes. He, right. didn't, he didn't hit them, but he could jack up threes at least. So. Yeah, and I think – I don't know. I, do you think Fareed's in a rotation? No, I don't. I don't think so either. I don't see how he fits in this scheme as a four-man. I saw a lot of people like, yo, he's going to play four. Like, eh. I think it will be exclusively five. <laughs> I think so too. Maybe occasional because, if they yeah. go up against like slower teams like Memphis or something. I don't know. Atkinson is big on stretch fives too. And yeah. That kind of hurts Fareed. Yeah, they definitely want Allen to shoot the three too. We've seen some like, yeah. videos of him adding that. Um, okay, anything else from that one? Nope, we are good. All right, so just quickly, uh, on Markel Falls, we've seen Redick on his podcast. Uh, he had talked him up. He is in, uh, I've come to call 2018 the summer of Drew Hamlin. Uh, he's been <laughs> he's been working out with everybody. Like, is he is he cloned? Is this, like, multiplicity or something? Well, he has, like, three of them. Um, but uh, he's everywhere. He's been, we've seen him rave about Fultz. I know, um, like, a month ago he said that, Fultz after two weeks is where he should have been six weeks. They're so basically rebuilding him from the ground up for shooting. Obviously, we all know the the yips he had last year. But uh, Reddick yeah. also talked him up, and he says he's uh, in a fantastic state mentally and physically, and he's going to be having a big season. So, um, yeah, well, what do you what do you make of this? Yeah, Drew Hanlon, I thought it was interesting. He, he said he thought it'd take like six weeks for him to get remotely his shot back, and he said by week two he started yeah. seeing major progress and like. We've seen another tweet by Jordan Schultz saying, like, people are extremely excited. They said he's a vastly improved player. His jumper is completely rebuilt. And, man, I guess hope the hype slows down a little bit so we can get him at a good value because I'm kind of excited about drafting him. I had this idea, like, he's a perfect for a punt three, punt turnover build. Like, you're looking at guys like Ben Simmons and Giannis you get early. Pairing them with, like, Fultz later, that'd be, that'd be ideal, man. Yeah. My my old strategy, the yeah. Giannis Ben Simmons Drummond one two three for sure. <laughs> I would love that. Add, add folds to that man, and you're set. Yeah, and um, so their rotation's a little bit weaker now. Now that they lost some some depth there, yeah. So I mean, he's gonna play combo guard minutes for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it just last year was such a downer that teach, they wanted to play him. They really did, and McConnell just outplayed him by a mile. So yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I don't, I don't. I don't see. I don't see how he gets fifteen minutes starting. Maybe he gets hot. Maybe someone gets hurt. But he's does gonna he be, start the year? Like fifteen minutes. 
I don't think he starts the year. I think they bring him up. I think I, don't, I think they bring him off the bench, and I think he gets twenty oh, no, minutes. No, I don't mean I, start, start. I mean just like begin the season. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I it's think gonna, yeah, it's I think it starts at twenty minutes. It's going to be the same starting yeah. five. It's going to be Ben, JJ, Rocco, the homie yep. Dario, and be like no doubt. Yep, exactly. But um, yeah, like like I could see him being the first sub for Redick, and if he's playing well, maybe he could take some minutes from and you know kind of do some damage with. Four minutes left in the first quarter till eight minutes left in the second quarter. I could see him like, right. do some damage in that time. Exactly. So, uh, I will else? say this though: if he gets his shot back, then they can consider starting him again. So yeah, we'll that'd see. be crazy. But, yeah, um, Reddick's been pretty durable. The, most of their guys, except for Embiid, have, and obviously Ben Simmons, for, besides his rookie season, which wasn't necessarily his fault. Yeah, um, was held out. But yeah, what do you make of the uh, bench back row? We saw. Um, Brett Brown predictably said he's going to play uh, some four, a little bit of five, so um, it's going to pretty much be uh, kind of a mess. Like you, re- I really want no part of Amir Bolden, who I would love, but I wish and I wish that Muscala and Amir weren't there, so we can get some more John Bolden. But um, yeah. yeah, and I think I think Furkan Korkmaz is going to be in the rotation. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Maybe not. Yeah, they, every do need, night. they do need shooting, so I see where yeah, you're coming from. Exactly. So, but who who do you think is going to be the backup big? Bolden, Amir. I think Amir starts it. I think if Bolden maybe plays well, he looked terrible in Vegas, by the way. Yeah, he really did. So it's we'll gonna see. be situational, I think. Yeah, like I could see Muscala being the guy uh, to spell and beat at times. Like, right? If I'm drafting, I'm of those three, I'm picking Muscala first. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, we're not obviously drafting Amir, and you're obviously banking. Like, if I'm handcuffing Embiid, which I don't really, you don't need to draft him. But like right. if you're in you know a 2014 league and you draft Embiid and want some insurance, then like sure. So you're saying if Embiid goes down, Muscala is the pickup for right That's, now. For now, yeah. Yeah, okay, like that makes he sense. Has higher upside, you know. Um, may, I don't know. Maybe Bolin does, but he needs to show he can play first. We don't really know yeah. what he can do, but we've seen Muscala be valuable at times. Yeah, definitely. All right. Anything else? I think we're good there. Anything else you want to add for takes? Since you have. Uh, <laughs> Um, not really. We like haven't really st- discussed this real quick, but what are you, where are you taking Ben Simmons? Mid-second. Seems right. Yeah, I had a, seen a couple of people on Twitter saying they're going to take him in the first, but I, I think no. there's too many sure things that... I mean, Ben Simmons is a six-category player, yeah. so I think with your first-round pick, you can do better than that. Yeah, I think he's probably going to hurt you more in free throw percentage this year. Like He's going to probably have a bigger yeah. volume. Yep. And, yeah, he doesn't shoot the three. His defensive stats aren't – I mean, they're pretty good, but they're not – I don't know. They're better than I thought they'd be coming out of college. Yeah, it's true. And I don't know. Like you said, he's pretty much triple-doubles in defensive stats. It's going to hurt you in turnovers. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see how you could take him before, like – like, uh, So would you take – you would take Kawhi over Ben then, huh? Oh, yeah, I would. Even today? I, I, think, I think I wrote down – I don't have my list. I think I had – Ben Simmons around 15, 16. Mm-hmm. And that's for specific builds. Yeah, yeah. You pretty Depends on who it. you get first. If, like, if I get, if I end up with, like, LeBron, like, Ben Simmons shoots up my board, for example. Yeah, that's a good, good yeah. uh, pair. But, yeah, I, I think Ryan, Steve, and I would all agree that we would take Ben before Kawhi. Because we're just, we, we got to, we got to get some more confidence in how, how we feel. I just, I, last year was so rough. I mean, I wasn't burned by Kawhi, so I'm not as, you know what I mean? Like, people yeah. are going to be extremely... The ones that took Kawhi are going to be extremely biased against taking him. So, if you didn't have Kawhi last year, I think you're more willing to take that risk this year. Yeah, so. I didn't have Kawhi either. We, like, when we first had the red flags, we bumped him down to, like, 22, 23 or something. Yeah. On our boards, and, like, a lot of people took him still at, like, 10, 11. It's like, eh. 
Right. But, uh, yeah, pretty much everyone on Kawhi was dead in the water. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it. So, I don't think I th- uh, anything else I could think of that's news today. Well, we'll get something. We'll get a Twitter fight or a trade or something. It's the NBA. Yeah. Anything Never else? slows down. Do you think? Um, what, do you, what about Schroeder? Anything on him? Did, like obviously no no dice. And also, um, so I was, I was looking real quick. So I was mentioned. I was reading something from Presti saying he was uh, like Schroeder. So I think this kind of who we were actually Steve and I like Jeremy Grant a little bit. That's what I wanted to Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he's a good stocks guy. Yeah, so I can see him being a one point three one point four blocks guy. But, yeah, um, yeah, with Schroeder, it's something we want to close with him. So I could definitely see them closing with him instead of Robertson or instead of Grant, and then the other kind of studs in the lineup. So we'll see. What would their closing lineup be? Like Schroeder, Westbrook, Paul George. I think Grant, yeah. I think when they're, playing, when they're playing from behind, I think it's going to be that duo of backcourt, the uh, Schroeder Westbrook backcourt for sure. Right. But when they're playing from ahead, they probably will have Robertson out there defending. Man, they really need some shooting in that roster, though. Yeah, they they really do. But I think it's, I mean, I also uh, had mentioned, mentioned about team speed, and they fell from 8th in pace in 2016-17 to 16th last year. They were below the average in, in pace last wow. year. Um, for Russell Westbrook and the team, it's kind of wild for a guy who like, lives on transition. But um, yeah, so I don't know. Like I don't I, like I said, I, I feel like I think Paul George is, is a guy I'm gonna target this year, and I was epically wrong on him last year. A bad miss. Him and yeah. I missed Drew Holiday. Him, as far as guys that like I didn't draft but should have, those are probably my top two. And like right. I'm in on Drew. Okay, so wait, Drew Holiday or Kawhi? Man, Ooh, I'm gonna say Kawhi, but man, I love Drew this yeah. year. I think Drew's. 15-ish, 16-ish this year. Yeah, like that's the, that's the tier that I, I think Kawhi tops out. Like, Jimmy Butler, Paul George, maybe Gato Gobert in there. He's on the high end of that. Um, so basically our range for Kawhi right now is like 9 to 15, depending on Ryan had camp. Him, Ryan, Ryan had him like 22 or 23, he said. Like, he said he could wow. take him. And I'm, I'm more with him, man. Like, ah, Kawhi is – he's so risky, man. Like, ah. I get it, man. Like I said, if he's not, if he doesn't look amazing in preseason, there's no chance I'm doing it. Yeah, maybe if, if you're in a deeper league, like if I'm picking 14th and a 14 teamer, and I need to have a superstar pick up there, like right. I'm sure I could see that. But yeah, if I'm in a 12 teamer, I'd much rather have some safer dudes. And I mean, the main sell for Kawhi is that he he's not going to hurt you anywhere, and he's just like a nine category, a true nine category oh, stud. Yeah. He fits with any single build. That's so that's that's the reason why he's still nine for me. Yeah, like he's the only uh, the only other player to go sixty true shooting, twenty five points per game, with yeah. fewer turnovers per game than Kawhi Leonard, Kiki Vandeweghe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, like he's just rare. The guy is just so efficient; it's insane. Yeah. He's could do other stuff too. So. Yeah. All right, it's gonna be it's gonna definitely be a hot topic, man. Like we're gonna be talking Kawhi pretty much for the next two months. Um, but yeah, get, definitely get your fantasy football draft season going and. Hang here with the pods. We'll be getting you through the offseason. It's finally kind of a slow time. Yeah. We'll have to do some mocks in the coming weeks. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, well, I got to start up. Um, I don't know if I have enough people. So if you're listening and you want to do a mock or something, hit me up. We'll probably do a bunch. Yep. Cool. Sounds great. All right. So you guys take care, and we'll catch you next week. Thanks for going on, man. All right, man. Thanks, Mike. My effing podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Snakes in the grass, man. <laughs>
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.